Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Hakun Wong and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Football Garbage Time. And with me as always is my co-host Trevor Soares of Full Press Coverage and Raptor District. How you doing, Trev? Oh, Haku, man. I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing great. And um, no, no small part because we had St. Patty's Day last week. And I saw yeah. that you were super busy at Sky Bar. And, um, you know, obviously the place looked lit during St. Patty's Day from the picture you posted. So um, am I right? Was St. Patty's Day hopping for you guys? Yeah, it was pretty hopping. It was a little quieter than we, than we, uh, we thought we were going to be, but... Overall, right. it was pretty hot. It was so it time. wasn't like a thousand people. It was like no, 950, right? It was like 950 right. or something like that. <laughs> You're yeah, just short. No. Almost okay. there. You're almost yeah. there. People weren't falling out the windows. They were just kind of right at that point. I got, I got exactly. you. I got you. Hey, did you, um, you know, I was in Chicago recently over St. Patty's Day. And did you know they, they dye the river totally green on St. Patty's Day? What? Yeah, man. You've never seen this before? It's funny. No, I've talked to a lot of people that. about this, and people don't seem to know this. They actually go on boats and they dump like a crap load of green dye into the river and the river is totally green. As like totally green. It's absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. And the That's and of wild. course the, I know it is, right? And the side effect of course is that St. Louis gets to celebrate St. Patty's Day in about a month. Because it all kinda goes down <laughs> down the river to St. Louis. Oh, those St. Louis folks. They they love it. They absolutely love it. Hey, so I got so I thought, you know, that's crazy. I got there's gotta be crazy stories out there on St. Patty's Day. You got a crazy thing that happened on St. Patty's Day to you? Um, not this past year, but maybe about three or four years ago I, I drove up to Frederick Maryland to link up with the old high school pal. He lives up there now and he took me to my very first bar crawl for St. Patty's Day. I just want to tell you, I saw green for about two or three days. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. So. Yeah. I'm surprised you saw anything at all, honestly. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> bar crawls and St. Patty's Day usually don't end well. So I won't... Um, so I won't do I won't tell a uh, a, a uh, bar crawl story because quite frankly there's too many and I and I honestly don't remember most of them anymore. <laughs> I mean like I don't know if that's good or bad, but certainly not um, a great thing I, I suspect. Um, that being said, I'll say this: so the most memorable um, St. Patty's Day for me was actually not even uh, St. Patrick's Day related. It just happened to be on St. Patrick's Day. I was at a restaurant and I sat in a restaurant next to Michael Caine. Yeah, um, obviously he's done a lot of stuff, but he was yeah. Alfred J. Pennyworth in the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Uh, and I was really tempted, as I mentioned pre-show, to say, Alfred, to the Batcave. But I, I, <laughs> I didn't do it. Michael Caine deserves better than that, folks. He deserves better than that. He could have to see what happened. I could have. I could have. And I, I mean, it's Sir Michael Caine. I'm sorry. It's Sir Michael Caine. So I feel like a knighted person probably wouldn't enjoy me doing that. Uh, in a public space, but hey, I've done more more embarrassing things in my life, but uh, Michael Caine, if you're listening, you managed to escape scot-free on that day, because I could have made things really, really uncomfortable and awkward. Okay, anyway, plenty <laughs> to talk about today, including one of the craziest free agency periods we've ever seen, of eight players of a combined 33 Pro Bowl selections traded in the last month, including Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan, Devontae Adams, and most recently, Tyreek Hill. Oh, my goodness. Let's get rolling. All right, let's start with Deshaun Watson, because the Cleveland Browns, they acquired Deshaun Watson in a trade with the Houston Texans, and they 
give out first-round picks in 2022, 2023, and 2024 in order to do it, including a 2023 third-round pick and a 2024 fourth-round pick. Uh, the Texans are uh, giving them, of course, Deshaun Watson and a 2024 fifth-round pick, so basically nothing. The Browns are set to give Watson a new five-year, $230 million contract, and uh, he would receive $184 million over the first four years of new contract, a $48 million raise over what he's scheduled to make under his current contract, and all $230 million is guaranteed, setting a record for the highest guaranteed contract given to an NFL player ever. And that's notably more than Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson recently got and more than Tom Brady has ever gotten in terms of guaranteed money. So this is a crazy story because, you know, Watson had actually told the Browns on Thursday that they were out. And by Thursday night, the Browns had contacted him and gave him this ridiculous offer. And by Friday morning, he had a change of heart. And he said, you know what? <laughs> I want to be a Brown. So he spurned the, at least the Saints, Panthers, and Falcons and went to Cleveland uh, just to get everybody back into the right page here. The reason why this is all happening now is because the grand jury uh, did not bring any criminal charges against Watson. But all 22 civil cases do remain alleging various counts of sexual misconduct. In addition to the NFL still investigating this matter, so a suspension still might be looming in the future. The guaranteed money from the Browns, however, does somewhat insulate Watson from any such suspensions. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack here, Trev. So give me your thoughts on this. First of all, we talked a little bit about Deshaun Watson last week and where he might end up and a little bit about what's going on right now. But Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson, tell me a little bit about the impact on the Cleveland Browns getting Deshaun Watson both on and off the field. Uh, well, I'll start with off the field. They've got um, some dirty laundry on their hands. I know yeah. he was being cleared with all criminal charges, but like he said, he still has to face those civil charges and yep. possibly discipline from the NFL. So there's yep. that. But from a football standpoint, man, this is a home run. Uh, this yeah. just tells you what, how they view and what they feel about Baker Mayfield. Um, not only did they get Deshaun Watson, but they went and signed Jacoby Brissett to back him up. Yeah. And Baker is still on the team. Um, <laughs> not for long. <laughs> this is huge. It's going to bring some excitement to Cleveland. Um, they got Amari Cooper, so they started building for him before they got him. Um, he's got a good running game. Uh, yep. Defense is pretty much the same. So on the football field, if he gets to play this year, they, they might do make a little bit of noise. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. So this is really interesting to me, though, because they have – I mean – so let's take taking the money off and taking the off-field stuff off because I'm going to address that separately. I agree. This is a big move for the Cleveland Browns. This has the potential to launch them into the playoff uh, discussion on an annual basis, right, year in, year out. So this certainly is a big impact to them. Now, let's talk about the two other aspects of it. From a monetary basis, they have fundamentally changed the entire <laughs> landscape for uh, paying quarterbacks. I mean, yep. they've guaranteed so much money and over such a long period of time that you got to think that folks like Kyler Murray, um, you know, maybe even Patrick Mahomes is thinking about, wait, hold on a second, I didn't get that <laughs> kind of guaranteed money, uh, although he has a, like a 10-year contract, so there's not much you can do about right. it now. So, you know, I mean, these, these, and Aaron Rodgers, you know, I mean, saying like, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> you know, I came back for how much mm -hmm. and what are you giving this to Sean Watson who didn't even play yeah. last year? So yeah. they fundamentally changed the way they pay quarterbacks, which means they fundamentally changed the way they paid any NFL player. So good for the NFL player, because I always thought guaranteed contracts made sense. You didn't, I mean, it's such a violent sport that if you get injured, you should have some protection from that. But certainly mm -hmm. makes it much more difficult to take a chance on players because 
teams with money will want to make guaranteed contracts. I mean, that's just the way it is. And they're gonna and they're gonna ask for it, right? Everyone's gonna ask for guaranteed contracts from now on. I mean, it's we thought it would change when Kirk Cousins kind of did it, but it's not. It wasn't this type of money. And this is the type of money that would make everyone stand up and say, "Hold on a second. If if Deshaun Watson can get that after not playing for a full year, then I should get that too." So um, there is a huge impact across the industry, I think, from this. Now off the field, I agree with you. There is some dirty laundry here, and you gotta feel that there's some weird um, desperation as well. I mean, Baker Mayfield yeah. doesn't chop liver, right? right and exactly. for, for them to offer that much money and three first-round picks, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is it. I mean, like, if, if Deshaun Watson doesn't play out of his mind, I mean, I'm not saying just good, you know? I'm not saying, like, game manager good. I mean, like, Super Bowl winning amazing, then yeah. they got ripped off, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. That's just, Big they time. paid so much. They paid so much for this, and they have no ability to restock cabinets. You know, three no. first round picks, one in each of the next three years. That is a tall price to pay. You know, um, yeah. so I'll say this though: at least they got Deshaun Watson, and they didn't pay pay everything in order to move up and get Mitchell Trubisky like the Bears did. So, yeah. you know, yeah, <laughs> it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Not the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, yeah. and, and what do you think about you know? So you mentioned the the dirty laundry they have from bringing yeah. him over. Do you think this impacts anything? Because they've been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of blowback from the Cleveland Browns fan base. A lot of folks saying that they are not fans of the team anymore after they've done this. And, and of course, Baker Mayfield also a very popular player um, with the fan base. So what are your thoughts there? Do you think this is going to impact the Browns from a fan base perspective? Uh, like you said, it already it started, started to do that um, just by bringing him in for what he's done off the field. Um, yeah, it started, they started to lose some fans of the fan base, but I think that once, this whole dark cloud gets settled and moved on and maybe they start winning. I hate to say it, but winning cures everything. So yeah, true. You know, yep. If they start winning and he, you know, gets discipline and serves discipline and gets back to playing and takes them to the playoffs, then no one's going to say anything about that. So yeah, it was right really now, interesting. Right now it stings. It's a bad look. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it certainly feels like a bad look and, and certainly would be interesting what, to see what happens if the NFL decides to levy some discipline and suspension against Watson, because that would really change the calculus dramatically at that point. I mean, if new facts were to come out during the civil trial. So there's a lot of things to unpack there, obviously. And, um, but from a football perspective, uh, very makes the team very interesting going forward. So let's hit the boxing bell. Cause there's so many other people who moved this week. We're going to talk about Matt Ryan going to the Indianapolis Colts. The Falcons traded longtime quarterback Matt Ryan to the Indianapolis Colts on Monday after 14 years. Uh, MVP he had an MVP award, a trip to the Super Bowl. Ryan's career with the Falcons is over for the price of one 2022 third round pick. That's it, folks. Uh, one 2022 <laughs> third round pick. Unfortunately, although clearing his contract in the books and over nine million in cap space, which is exactly what they were trying to do. Trading Ryan also comes with a dead cap hit of $40.525 million for the Falcons, the largest in NFL history. Ryan, of course, he's 36, so he's on the probably the downward trajectory of his career. He is the Falcons franchise leader in wins, career yards, career completions, passing touchdowns, and a slew of other categories. What are your thoughts here on Matt Ryan going to the Colts? How does this impact the Colts? I love it. Um, it helps the Colts out. They were obviously in destiny of a quarterback. Yep. After trading away Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. um, they were not waiting on Jimmy G. It tells you everything what you need to know about Jimmy G. And right. uh, Baker Mayfield as well. 
Baker came out and said he wanted to go to the Colts. The Colts were like, that's cool, but we want Matt Ryan instead. <laughs> so right. I like it. Uh, he goes from Cordell Patterson only to now Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, a healthy yeah. T.Y. Hilton, a better offensive line. I like this move a lot for Matt Ryan and for the Colts. Um, he's yeah. getting older, though, so maybe this is a good opportunity for him to ride off in the sunset with a better team. So. Yeah, he certainly has all the right pieces. I mean, the Colts are yeah. obviously the best place for a um, aging quarterback to go because, as you said, a uh, decent, really uh, solid, actually, offensive line and, of course, a terrific run game behind Jonathan Taylor. So really eases on that pressure and that quarterback rush. So a great place, a great landing spot for Matt Ryan. And, and quite frankly, the Colts literally got him for a song, right? I mean, a 2022 yeah. third-round pick. I mean, what? I mean, he's yep. got to be worth more than that. And I know that the Falcons were desperate to get him off the books, but they cleared $9 million, but they still were responsible for 40 I mean, that's ridiculous. So, you know, I'm, I, I get it, and they want to move on. They want to start rebuilding. But in some ways, I feel like they should have just kept Matt Ryan and kept playing with him because they already exactly. they had to pay him the money no matter what. Um, yep. So I think a fantastic steal for the Indianapolis Colts, though. So interesting to see what happens there. And if nothing else, a good transition quarterback if they decide to draft one this year. I'm sure Matt Ryan will be a great mentor to anybody who sits behind him. So um, great move there by the Colts, questionable by the Falcons. So let's hit the boxing bell on that, and let's talk about those Falcons, because who did they get instead of Matt Ryan? Well, they signed Marcus Mariota to a two-year deal for $18.75 million. Mariota is very familiar with the Falcons head coach, Arthur Smith, from the time that they worked together in Tennessee. Mariota played for the Titans from 2015 to 2019 after he was drafted by them in the Top two there. Titans then pivoted to Ryan Tannehill. Mariota signed with the Raiders. He was there for two years as a backup. And now he's going to get his chance to start. And there were flashes while he was the backup for Derek Carr last season and the season before. So not totally surprising that someone's going to take a chance on him. So what are your thoughts here? Marcus Mariota going to the Atlanta Falcons. I'm happy for Marcus Mariota. Um, It just goes to show, just be patient. Your time will come again. You never know. And that's what Mm -hmm. he's done. He came out as the you know this very mobile, athletic quarterback kind of hit the hit the wall in the NFL. Now now he has a chance to resurrect his career with the Falcons and with the familiarity with head coach and Arthur Smith. Um, they just now need to bring him some weapons, or else it's going to be a lonely season for Marcus. <laughs> um, I agree. I am very proud of him for getting a chance to compete, and he got a nice little deal too. Two years, about almost nineteen million dollars. So yeah. Yeah, no, that's, I love it. I love it. backup money, so we'll see Yeah, that. no. <laughs> it's not quite Kanye money, but it's definitely no. not peanuts. It definitely is a good deal, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the interesting thing here, of course, is that Marcus Mariota um, had shown great improvements playing as a backup for the Raiders. And last season, there was a lot of rumors about him moving and taking over a starting position. He stayed right. put, actually, to continue working in that system and learning and being a part-time player shows what he mean, what he thinks about being a team player. And I, I like that attitude. You know, I'm going to wait for my time, like you said, and I'm going to learn while I'm waiting for my time, and I'm going to get my shot. And he did. Yeah. He's getting a shot. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that works out in Atlanta. And it will also be interesting to see if Atlanta doesn't get somebody else. They may draft mm-hmm. somebody this year as yeah. well. Sure. So lots of questions there. Let's hit the boxing bell on that and keep rolling because we still got – I mean, we're not even halfway through this list yet. But <laughs> let's go to – let's go to – Jameis Winston. So this is interesting to me because thinking back to the 2015 NFL draft, the number one overall pick was Jameis Winston. The number two overall pick was Marcus Mariota. Uh, Both of those guys moved um, 
well, kind of moved. James Winston is staying with the New Orleans Saints, so he's coming back and getting re-signed by the Saints. But both of them, you know, air quotes, moved in the last couple of weeks. And, of course, number four in that draft was Amari Cooper, who was also traded during this offseason. So a lot of movement from that 2015 uh, picks there. And, of course, this will be the first time in a while that we can say James Winston and Marcus Mariota starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Just very interesting how it's all working out. So, Anyway, Saints missed out on Watson, obviously, and they said hello to their old friend, Jameis Winston, signing him to a two-year, $28 million deal. Due to the breakdown in the contract, the Saints actually can get out of that after one year for only $15.2 million. The rest of it is actually optional, doesn't actually fully guarantee until the third day of the 2023 league year. So they have an ability to jump out after the first year, plus the contract has three voidable years for cap purposes, allowing the $14 million signing bonus to be spread out over five years. So altogether, a very Saints-friendly deal. But Jameis Winston gets a chance to start, or at least compete to start, and he also has a whopping $16 million in incentives in that deal, so clearly something to play for. So what are your thoughts about Jameis Winston going back to the New Orleans Saints? Uh, this is probably the smartest, most realistic move the Saints could have done. Dennis Allen mm-hmm. is now the head coach. Uh, he was interim head coach last year. I think maybe before, maybe after Jameis got hurt. But regardless, he has continuity there already with Jameis Winston. Might as well just keep rolling with that and see what you got with him as your first year as the head coach with Dennis Allen. So, like I said, it was the smartest move rather than going to get somebody brand new to try to fit your system that you're also going to be brand new to as well. So. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And obviously, I don't think he's a long-term answer for the Saints. No, I think for sure not. Essentially a bridge quarterback for the year. And and it's, I don't think it's any surprise that the way they structured it gives them a complete escape hatch for the second year. You know, I mean, yeah. they're they're thinking of him as a one-year rental at this point. And for Jameis, it's a prove-it deal, right? I mean, he, he proves it, uh, and he can get the second year, and he can also make up the $16 million in incentives. So this is basically you show us on the field that you're the guy – and you're going to get paid. And if you don't show us you're the guy, then after a year, goodbye. So um, exactly. it makes sense for both sides. I think it makes sense for both sides. And, and Winston knows the system now. So mm-hmm. makes a ton of sense to me. Uh, although, quite frankly, I didn't think the Saints looked that great with Winston <laughs> in the past. So yeah, I'm not sure right? what changes this year, you know, other than the coach, uh, which yeah. basically carries over the previous system. So I'm not really sure what changes this year. Um Okay, we'll keep an eye on it. Let's see what happens there. Let's go ahead and hit the boxing bell on that one. And let's, uh, let's talk about Manscaped. Support for football Garbage Time is brought to you by Manscaped. Who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world? Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, including Trev and I, with his exclusive offer for you, 20% off, and free worldwide shipping, and the code GARBAGETIME at manscaped.com. Unlock the confidence. Always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Okay, let's talk about Devontae Adams. Big, big move here. Devontae Adams going to Las Vegas Raiders. Um, The Packers will receive the Raiders' 2022 first and second round draft picks. Adams will get a new contract with Las Vegas worth $141.25 million for five years for an average value of $28.25 million per year. Uh, Trade reunites Adams with his college quarterback, Derek Carr. Very interesting. Adams, I hadn't forgotten that, actually. They played together in college. Adams yeah. and Carr uh, played two seasons together at Fresno State. Uh, and, of course, the Packers, they uh, break up their newly re-signed quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, with his top target. Interesting, reports are that the Packers offered Adams more than what the Raiders were offering, but he wasn't interested. Uh, Adams has made five straight Pro Bowls and been named first-team All-Pro in each of the last two seasons. He caught 123 passes for 1,553 yards and 11 touchdowns last season. That is prolific. 
and he led the league with 18 receiving touchdowns in 2020. So, Raiders, Adams, Derek Carr, what do you think? Oh, man, this is Aaron Rodgers' fault. (laughs) He's the one who (laughs) said he wanted this guy to get paid. Well, he took all the money in his three-year, $150 million contract, so there's no man left for Devontae Adams. Um, They had plenty of time to get the long-term long-term deal done instead they kept franchising him and then they wanted to give him an offer after somebody else was like hey we'll take him so yeah i know it just shows you like all you need to know so i'm happy for Devonte adams he got his money and he gets to go back home and play for the team he grew up playing or cheering for and he gets to play with his old college buddy who got his whole career started so go yeah. Devonte adams get your money yeah man. no i i love it and it is kind of funny when you think about it because Devontae Adams did tell the Packers that he wasn't going to play on a franchise tag. And what did they do? They franchise tagged him. Yeah. And, then, and then they didn't give him anything until they had a competitor. So, you know, mm-hmm. saying that, well, we'll give you money. They're like, oh, we'll give you more. Well, it's almost like, okay, but you didn't care to give it to me before. So exactly. why do I want to go back now? And exactly. clearly, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, not Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. No. <laughs> so, just not saying. Nope. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Uh, not not the same. So uh, interesting to see what will happen there. You know, I think that Derek Carr is underrated in many ways. And I think Devontae Adams will make him much, much better. And of course, you got Darren Waller there. So um, Raiders could be scary. They could be scary on offense next year. Uh, I think for fantasy purposes, Devontae Adams production will drop off, though, because I just, I just don't see Carr is not Rogers. As much as I hate on Rogers, no. he's not Rogers. So there is that. Well, let's get to the uh, big news of the day. And I mean the big news of today. Tyreek Hill going yeah. to the Miami Dolphins. Earlier today, you had pinged me on this and said we should add Tyreek Hill. And I'm like, yeah, I guess he's been talking to folks. But I'm like, why would the Chiefs let him go? Shows you what I know, because the Chiefs are trading six-time <laughs> Pro Bowl wide receiver Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins for five <laughs> draft picks, a 2022 first-round pick a second-round pick, and a fourth-round pick, as well as a fourth- and sixth-round pick in the 2023 draft. The Dolphins then gave Hill a four-year, $120 million extension, including $72.2 million guaranteed. The Chiefs recently signed Juju Smith-Schuster away from the Steelers and Corey Coleman, a former first-round pick that's been out for a year due to injury, away from the Giants. And they, of course, still have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelce, but this certainly qualifies as a big shake-up with the cheetah going to South Beach. Oh, mm-hmm. man, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts here on this one? Because um, I know you had your eye on Tyreek Hill earlier in the day. So what are your thoughts on this one here, Travis? Yeah, so I was reading all that stuff, and I didn't know all these teams were inquiring about Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. But apparently, I guess he saw the money that Devontae got, the money that Christian Kirk absurdly got, and all these mm-hmm. other <laughs> all these I know. was making money. So I guess he was like, hey, I have all the stats in the – and the whatever to back it up. So I need some yep. money too. And the Chiefs were like, well, we don't have that much money to give you. So they, they, he kind of put them in the pickle, like either you release me or you trade me. And of course, you don't want to just release Tyree Kill and not get anything no. back from Tyree uh-huh. Kill. So he kind of forced them into this trade and he went to end up going to Miami, which we'll see what happens. But uh, this, well, it's this a weird wild, man. It's just wild. <laughs> just wild. You know, I agree. I agree. And, and you know, um, so the alternative – I guess the other front runner were the New York Jets. I'm not sure if yeah. that's that much better, but I mean, I guess I have a little bit more, I don't want to say faith because I don't have faith in either, but I think Zach Wilson has a higher ceiling right now, um, as far as I can see, than, than Tua. Um, yeah. 
I'm just not sure what's going on in Miami. You know what I mean? I'm not really sure what they're trying to do there. And Tyreek Hill is a big get. But as we know from watching much, much football, without a quarterback, it doesn't matter how good your, your wide receivers are. His um, life is about to change in Miami. Yeah. Yeah, big time. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. I mean, and, and, hey, isn't it crazy that we're talking about, like, so we're, like, tossing around these numbers, like $120 million, $72 million. Can you wrap your head around that amount of money? I, I can't. I'm I can't either. Trouble. I don't know wild. what that number means, honestly. There's been, been so much money just given away <laughs> exactly. to the season. It's wild. It's like, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, what, what does that even mean? I don't even know how to conceptualize what that money was. Is it like, you know, Scrooge McDuck when they jump into that big, you know, his big treasure area yeah. vault and he's like swimming in the cold coins. I mean, is that going to be Tyreek Hill right now? I mean, is that what's happening? Yes. I can't, I don't know how else you'd keep that kind of money. Um, either, oh, insane. All right. Well, that being said, let's go ahead and, Hit the boxing bell on that one and move on to our next topic because there's still many more to go. But before we do that, let's talk about Thrive Fantasy because support for Football Garage Time also comes from Thrive Fantasy. They are a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. Choose 10 out of 20 available player props. Build your lineup. Hit the most props. Rack the most points. Win a share of the prize. They've awarded over $4 million, which we said, that ain't chump change. Um, maybe it's not that big of a deal for Kanye, but it's a big deal for us. So use promo code garbage time when you sign up today and you'll receive 100% instant first deposit match for 100 up to $100. Download Drive Fantasy at the App Store, or Play Store, or by visiting the website www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. So let's talk about some other quarterbacks. And these two guys were recently acquired, but um, they uh, have a possibility of uh, supplanting people. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater in Miami, Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor in the Giants. Uh, just real quick, what are your thoughts there? Do you think either of them have a chance of supplanting the starters there in uh, Tua or Daniel Jones? Oh, man. I honestly think more so Daniel Jones and Tua. I think Mike yeah. Daniel has a specific plan for Tua. He really believes in Tua, so I think he'll give him a shot. I don't see him being the kind of person who's to bench Tua right now. But right. in New York, uh, Brian Devil, I can definitely see that happening. Um, Tyron yeah. Taylor. Daniel Jones, we don't know how serious that neck injury is, too. We don't know how healthy he is. So maybe he might be competing for a starting spot. But on paper, he's QB1. But training camp, it might be a different story. So I, just, I yeah. feel like Tyrod Taylor has a better chance than Teddy Bridgewater right now. I totally agree with that. And Daniel Jones kind of on the outs. And, of course, in the last year of his rookie contract. So we'll see what happens. Hit the boxing <laughs> bell. Last topic of the day. Potential landing spots for the two guys that are still out there, Baker, Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, man, up and down, up and down, up and down in Cleveland. Oh, yeah? you have a hot take? All right, let's hear yeah. it. Let's go for it, man. So, Jimmy G is staying in San Francisco because of his shoulder surgery, and they need someone to keep mentoring Trey Lance because they're, they're showing signs that he's probably not quite ready yet or as ready as they want him to be. And then Baker Mayfield is going to end up in the USFL. No. trying to keep his what? career going and then what? maybe get a roster spot next year. Yes, that's oh my hot take. My I don't God. know if I believe it, but that's my hot take right now. <laughs> oh, holy crap. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy, man. I, I, just, I just don't understand what's happening. I'm just, my mind just exploded. <laughs> totally my brain just exploded dude I, i'm baker mayfield i think um i would i would love to see him in the usfl honestly but i think 
Carolina Panthers and Seattle Seahawks is a likely landing spot for them because they need a quarterback. And yeah. Baker Mayfield, he has some, you know, he's a, I'm assuming he's healthy, right? He had a torn labrum. He's never right yeah. after that. Assuming he's healthy, I think he gets back there. But, man, I'd love to see him in the USFL. That'd be really fun. All right, let's hit the air horn on the show here because we are squeezing this one in in the 30 minutes. So there we are, hit the end of the show. And there's so many others to talk about, too, like Allen Robinson, Robert Woods. We'll talk about them. Oh, go Allen Robinson to the Rams. Great pickup. I, I think that's a great, great one, right? Right? Great. And Robert yes. Woods to the Titans. They I mean, the, the Titans, uh, they paid Another a 2023 one. six-round pick for him. That is yep. peanuts. Absolute peanuts. So both of those fantastic pickups. I'm rooting for Allen Robinson there. Um, But there's so many more (laughs) to talk about. But anyway, (laughs) we'll we'll get it to you guys next time anyway. And Trev, give us your social media so people can follow you. I'm on Twitter, at Trev, H-T-T-C, hail to the commanders. Instagram, Trev underscore stores. Football Garbage Time podcast right here with Hakuna yes, and Rest of the District podcast with Nathan and the Stoner. So. Coming up I'm next, so go check that yeah. out. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it's, isn't, it, isn't it crazy that we've put in so much into like 28 minutes? We're yeah, like so I know, good at this. right? We <laughs> are amazing. No longer than that, though, honestly, but hey, I, we did it. I know. I know. We're so, oh, man, we're so amazing. I just, I'm in awe at how good we are. Anyway, so you can follow me on Twitter at FB Garbage Time and on Facebook at the Football Garbage Time page. As always, Thank you for listening and wasting time with us. And until next time, enjoy your NFL week. Good night, guys. Here we go. Check out Rusty District. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary BDW void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus